Live from WNUR News, I'm Nick Song. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR News 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. It's Friday, January 21st, 2022. Tonight on WNUR News. The state of Northwestern classes amidst COVID. A state of euphoria. The show, that is. And the state of... Well, screw it. We're talking about food. Those stories and more coming up now. Thanks for tuning in to WNUR News. The first week of classes in person occurred here at Northwestern after beginning classes online to start the winter quarter. Some students and faculty are happy to be back in the classroom. Others are cautious of the situation, demanding online learning continues until COVID-19 cases subside. WNUR News' Catherine Odom has the story. After two weeks of online instruction, students are back in Harris Hall, room 107, for Professor Amy Stanley's Global History class. The class of around 115 people met in person for the first time this quarter on Wednesday. I am delighted. I couldn't be happier to be back in the classroom. That's Stanley. She said she missed teaching in person during Wildcat Wellness. I feel strongly that learning takes place in a social context, and it's a lot more fun, and people are much more engaged when they feel like they know their fellow students. Wildcat Wellness officially ended on Tuesday. Among other COVID-19 precautions, during this period, classes were held entirely remotely. The current positivity rate is 2.01%, with 299 new positives recorded in the past week. While some students welcome the return to in-person classes, some are less excited. McCormick senior Alexis Puente signed a petition asking the university to extend Wildcat Wellness. I feel like the school was kind of rushing to get to back to in-person and it didn't really plan things through. Puente said he does not feel comfortable in class and wishes there were more hybrid alternatives available. Bean and sophomore Olivia Pierce echoed Puente's concerns. Pierce also signed the petition, which amassed almost 1,500 signatures from students, faculty, and others in the Northwestern community. It's asking that Northwestern provides N95 or KN95 masks to all undergraduates, graduate students, faculty, and staff. The petition is asking to pause in-person classes until the university no longer needs to assign roommates to those in 1835 Finland. Um, and then hybrid options should be provided for all students enrolled, and free take-home tests should be readily accessible. Pierce said the petition has been endorsed by activist groups, including NU Community Not Cops and Students Organizing for Labor Rights. A major concern for those who signed the petition is having hybrid options available for students who can't attend classes because they have COVID-19. Communication sophomore Aman Data is one of those students. Data tested positive for COVID-19 and was placed in 1835 Hinman to quarantine at the end of Wildcat Wellness. He said he has been able to watch some of his lectures remotely, but it is harder to make up discussion-based classes. He said his professors have been accommodating despite these challenges. The professors are happy to meet, you know, and then... And, and and discuss the material, I certainly don't feel like I'm falling behind. Although he did not get the chance to go to in-person classes this week, he said he's looking forward to them. It's just a lot easier to be present and focused and, like, you know, sort of engage with the material when you're in person. Data added, though, that he understands the concerns of people signing the petition. It's a hard thing to sort of prioritize because going back in person means that probably a lot more people are going to get COVID. I'm happy to go back to in-person, but I definitely understand why some people are not as happy. 
Medill Professor Joe Matthewson is glad to be teaching in person again. He said it was harder to connect with students via Zoom. Matthewson is... 88 years young. But he said he feels safe and is not worried about personal exposure in the classroom. I think it's impossible to eradicate this, this darn disease. We're going to have to learn how to live with it, and I think we're doing that. Catherine Odom, WNUR News. Internet been slow? Haven't seen your roommate for the last few days? Allow me to explain. The latest season of the TV show Euphoria continues to roll out on HBO platforms. The teen drama has become the talk of the town. Padi Pradhan is here to cover the hype and the controversy surrounding the show. season of Euphoria, an American teen drama on HBO Max, began releasing weekly episodes on January 9, 2022. It took the world by storm. Every week, the show trends on Twitter and other social media platforms as young people everywhere tune in to see what happens to their most loved and hated characters. In fact, the first episode of season two garnered 2.4 million viewers on just its first day of release. But what exactly is it about Euphoria that draws in so much attention? The show centers Vru, a high schooler dealing with addiction. Its leading characters grapple with substance abuse, sexuality, finding their identity, and more. Euphoria gained notoriety for dealing with this dark subject matter, especially considering how young these characters are supposed to be. It's loved for its highly stylistic portrayal of high school life, with its over-the-top makeup and style choices going viral among teenagers. Its cast members, consisting of bona fide stars like Zendaya as well as first-time actors, have skyrocketed to fame and become modern cultural icons. With its 90% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and high viewership, the show has clearly struck a chord with much of the public. But that begs the question, is this hyperbolic representation of the teenage experience bringing more harm than good? Are its charming aesthetics and beloved actors leading to the normalization or even romanticization of these grim topics. While a lot of the ground it covers, such as addiction, are very real and prominent issues that young people face, many believe that the extent to which Euphoria's characters deal with these problems is highly exaggerated to a detrimental extent. Madison Smith, a junior in Medill who recently started watching Euphoria after hearing about all its hype, shared her thoughts. I think that like their portrayal of it is super unrealistic. Um, a lot of the problems are just are like very exaggerated. My my main thing that every time I talk to someone about why I don't like Euphoria is specifically Rue's plotline. Rue's plotline is realistic. It is something that happens. Kids are addicted to drugs and almost die because they are on drugs. Like that is something that happens and when you put that plot line next to all of these other plot lines that are so exaggerated it just makes it seem unrealistic by association in response to these criticisms which the show has been facing since the release of its first season showrunner sam levinson said in a 2019 interview with entertainment weekly quote i was just trying to capture the kind of heightened sense of emotion when you're young and how relationships feel unquote and I just wrote myself as a teenager and what I was going through when I was younger and I was dealing with addiction." End quote. 
Euphoria has also faced backlash for its depictions of nudity and the objectification of teenage characters. The cast consists of actors in their mid to late 20s, and Alexa Demi, playing 17-year-old Maddie Perez, who is a whopping 14 years older than her character at age 31. As these adults play out the raunchy scenarios their characters find themselves in, there is a question of the ethics behind depicting minors in this way. Additionally, much of this lewd content presents itself in scenarios that are very violent towards the female characters, as we see young girls on the screen go through harrowing experiences through a potentially glamorizing lens. Smith shared her opinions on this. Yeah, uh, like a few things about that. One, why is the violence against women in the show so egregious? Mm -hmm. It's so egregious and so unnecessary. And again, like, it's fine because the actors are older. This is portraying high schoolers. Like, it is so horrible to watch high schoolers go through this. But to have it painted, again, in this glamorous way, Mm -hmm. like, it's so violent. It's so violent. But... And I, I, I feel like they're really trying to make it, like, obvious how violent it is and to be like, this is not okay. But just because of, like, the way that the show is shot and the way the show looks, it just still makes it look glamorous. While it has some incredible performances, high production value, and makes for great quality television, Euphoria's rise to becoming a core facet of pop culture today raises many questions about the effects its content could have on its audience. If you would like to make a judgment on this topic for yourself, Euphoria can be streamed on HBO Max, with new episodes coming out every Sunday at 8pm CST. This was Pari Pradhan, signing off. Looking for good food but don't want to wade into the frozen hellhole Chicagoans call winter? Here's WNUR News' reporter Izzy Pareja with some of Northwestern students' go-to DoorDash orders. As we enter the coldest part of the year amidst a surge of COVID cases, going outside is getting less and less appealing. For Northwestern students without downstairs access to a dining hall, ordering food in is a tempting alternative to trudging through the winter chill. Yeah, the past two weeks, like me and my roommate did a lot of DoorDash and it was pretty easy, I would say, except it took a while because like there's nothing really like that close to our dorm like i think i got something from like chicago the other day i kind of felt bad because like the driver had to drive like 40 minutes for like my chicken wings that was weinberg freshman alex converse who touches on a common dilemma students face when trying to look for convenient and affordable places to eat in evanston those from bigger cities and more crowded areas especially seem to be struggling with the options the town has to offer McCormick freshman Nicole Torres explains the difference for her. I'm from New York City and I feel like the food options here are a little bit different because there's not that much diversity in what you can order. Like back home, there's a lot more Hispanic food here. I've never seen anyone get a taco. (laughs) I don't know. In New York, you can get food at any hour and here you have to be like ordering before 8 p.m., which I think it's a little odd. I feel like DoorDash is better here. DoorDash is faster here. Um, In New York, they don't really care. It takes like an hour to two each time. It doesn't help that in the past few years, Evanston has experienced a number of closures, including that of the beloved 24-hour Burger King a little more than one year ago. 
not to mention the pandemic, which brought about its own closures and halted the opening of new restaurants and stores. Despite that, with the help of online food delivery services, students seem to have been able to explore all the cuisine Evanston has to offer, from the comfort of their very own dorm. For McCormick freshman Shreya Shridhar, that means finding a little taste of home here at Northwestern. So there is a Indian restaurant. Um, I believe it used to be called Red Hot Chili Peppers. I They changed their name. I don't know their current name. Um, but they have like something called Indo-Chinese food, which is like very rare to find outside of India. Uh, so that's probably my favorite restaurant because it's kind of like reminds me of home. So what places are Northwestern students ordering from? Here are some more fan favorite restaurants. Um, probably McDonald's. Um, because typically whenever I order food, it's always super late at night. And I feel like, you know, stuff isn't really open that late aside from like fast food places like that. And McDonald's is sort of just a classic, you know, can never go wrong with some chicken nuggets, you know, a little large fry in there. All right. So my favorite place to order from is Kona Ono Pokey because I feel like it comes really fast. It comes usually within like 30 minutes max. And the food is always good. It's always decent and it's always a hefty serving. It's my main one. I also like to order from Siam Asian Bistro and I like to get ramen from there because it comes within a reasonable time and it's always a nice hefty meal. For WNUR News, this is Izzy Perea. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press Keeping your kids safe on the way to school is a bus driver's responsibility. When that driver is behind the wheel, they should be focused. And when you're driving, you should be focused too. Texting while driving on Illinois roads is illegal and deadly. Drive now, text later. You can't do both. This message brought to you by the Illinois Tollway State Police, Department of Transportation, Secretary of State and AAA. Here at the GED Pep Talk Center, we've got a pep talk that can motivate you. Sometimes things don't always turn out the way you want them to. You can improve your future. Now get your game face on and take the first step towards a better life. Hurry up. Don't make me repeat myself. Whatever level of motivation you need, we've got a pep talk for you. Call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org for your pep talk and for free classes in your area. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to WNUR News at 6. It's currently 6.20 p.m. In the headlines today, the Nasdaq is down 11%, marking the worst start to a year since 2016. Wall Street had its worst week since March of last year, with stocks falling for the fourth day in a row. Meatloaf, the beloved rock star and actor, died today. He was 74 years old. Loaf, born Marvin Lee a day, also appeared in Cole Classics, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Fight Club. Taking a look at weather, this weekend will bring several chances for light snow through to Monday. 
Tonight, expect temperatures hovering around 10 to 15 degrees, with a slight chance for snow. Expect to see 1 to 3 inches of snow Saturday night, with a chance of flurries through till Monday. That's all for WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on Twitter at WNUR News. You can listen to these and other stories for the day on our Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can also find us on our website, WNUR.news. That's WNUR.news. Our reporters are Catherine Odom, Pari Pradhan, and Izzy Pareja. Our producer today is Sarah Cadora. Special thanks as well to Shirley and Jankana. From all of us here at WNUR News, I'm Nick Song. Catch our next news break on Monday, January 24th at 6 p.m. Thanks for listening. Now, back to scheduled programming.